from the physical transformation side. If that's all you're worried about and focused on, in just 30 days, I lost 21 pounds and roughly 9% body fat without losing any muscle at all. So if you're thinking, hmm, everything I'm trying is not working, well, here's an option. Here's something that's proven to work. Welcome to the Super Human Life. I'm your host, Frank Rich, and this is the only podcast in the world dedicated to helping men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. It is our goal with every episode to help you take back control and rebuild your body, mind, and spirit. And we do so by bringing you real and raw conversations with people just like you, aiming to find their place in this world while dealing with the everyday struggles and battles that we all face. Now, it is my belief that we were all created for a specific purpose. And if we can harness that belief or faith, then take control of our mind and body or fitness, then we can ultimately create the life that we've always dreamed about, our own superhuman life. I want to let you know how grateful and blessed I am to have you here with me today. Let's get on to today's show. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Superhuman Life Podcast. So incredibly excited to be here with you today. Uh, Once again, I'm coming at you by myself. We have a solo episode, uh, episode 18 on writing a vision of the future that you can create. Just got tremendous feedback. I'm so grateful um, on the responses that I got back. Uh, I had a call to action at the end of that podcast. And there were a handful of guys that reached out to me. So I'm excited to be starting a journey with some of you out there. And if you have not yet listened to that episode, make sure to go back after you're done with this one and listen to episode 18. Because as we're kicking off 2020, you know, we're a few weeks into this new year, this new decade. Uh, We want to make sure that we have our goals in line with what we want to accomplish. We want to make sure that we have a plan to fulfill our dreams, to fulfill our purpose. Uh, And that's what I really talk a lot about in that particular episode. Now today, like I said, I'm back here by myself recording another solo episode. I told you guys on that last episode that this was going to be a part of this year's plan, bringing you more single-based value content episodes. We're still going to be doing a lot of these uh, interview-style episodes, and I got some incredible guests lined up here in the coming weeks, so really excited about that. Uh, But today, what I'm going to do is I want to do a one-year recap and review. As the majority of you probably know, I have been on the carnivore diet uh, for just over one year. So I started in January of 2018. So in this particular episode, I just want to recap, review, talk about uh, why I got into the diet, talk about how I set it up, talk, talk about some of the early successes that I had on it, and just really reflect uh, on the last year of being on this diet. You know, these type of episodes, they, they do two things for me. Obviously, they let me provide value to, the, to you guys and share my experiences, um, my results, and my expertise in certain areas. Uh, but at the same time, it, it gives me the opportunity to work some of these ideas out in real time, you know, viewing it as a way to really think about and sort out some of the things that are constantly on my mind. I don't think that there's any better way uh, to think about your ideas than, than speaking them. So as I'm having this conversation with you guys, that's what I'm trying to accomplish is I'm trying to learn more on the things that are really on my mind, the things that I'm constantly thinking about. And for the last 365 plus days, uh, the carnivore diet has been at the forefront of my, of, of my mind because it really was a transformative year. 
Um, so this episode is all about that. It's, it, it's going to be a recap review, like I said, on my experience um, with some practical tips. You know, if, if you guys are thinking that maybe now is the time for you to get on a carnivore diet, hopefully there's some actionable steps within this show that'll help you get started. Um, I truly believe that uh, there's power within this diet. Um, everybody's going to have different reasons and why they join. And, and I'll explain mine on why I started and, and some of the other people around me have started. Um, but if you're looking, you know, for building muscle, we had, we had episode eight with the legend Danny Vega talking all about building muscle on the carnivore diet. Um, and then on episode 10, although it wasn't specifically carnivore, um, my friend, Mike, Mike Gormy, uh, you know, Gormy goes keto talks about his experiences. They're getting to more of a meat based diet. And I got some other episodes lined up with some upcoming guests that are going to be go going deeper into some of the practical ways to implement this diet because it's not as easy. Well, it could be as easy as just eating meat. And I'll talk about that in, in kind of my journey. Uh, but I want to make sure I, I set you guys up for success if it's something you're thinking about getting going. Um, now, before we jump into the actual review and recap of the carnivore diet, just want to remind you guys that the mission of this podcast is to help men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. Um, I do that you know, through, obviously, the conversations that I have with the amazing guests that we bring on, but also the practical, real-life tactics and tips uh, in episodes like today. Um, so, so I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I, I'm hoping that you find value in this for everybody that has subscribed, has left a review. Thank you so much. We're, we're approaching 60 plus reviews in just a short six months or six plus months we launched on, on July. Um, and my goal is to get that number to a hundred, to a thousand, to 10,000, to a hundred thousand. You know, I want to get this podcast in as many people's ears as possible. So if you're out there and you listen to this for the first time, First of all, thank you so much for, for tuning in. Uh, not sure how you found us, but I'm so incredibly blessed to have you here with me today. Um, if you did find value in this episode and you have not done so yet, or any of the episodes, if there's something tangibly valuable in what you got out of it, um, if you could do just two things, obviously, share it with somebody uh, that's important and special within your life. You know, a mission-driven podcast um, is specifically that. It's it's driven by a mission. It's, it's driven by a mission to help the world, to change the world, to impact people's lives. And the only way we can continue to do that is by consistently sharing it with as many people as possible. So if you know somebody in your life that can find value out of what we're talking about here, just do this favor, send, us, send them the link from iTunes or whatever podcast platform you are listening to. And the second thing, um, as you guys know, we live in this technology, uh, technology-based world you know, um, where we have these incredible platforms to reach people around the globe. But a lot of these tools and resources are based off of um, artificial intelligence, computer intelligence, algorithms. And one thing that these podcast platforms look for as they're promoting shows is the feedback and response you're getting from other people. Um, so here's what I'm saying is, yeah, 57, 58 plus reviews that we have right now is amazing. But imagine the reach that we would have if we could get that number to 500 or to 5,000. So if you find value in the episode, do me one favor. Just take, take a few minutes, drop us a, drop us a five-star rating, and leave us a written review. Uh, that's going to let iTunes or any other podcast platform know uh, that this podcast brings value. It brings change to people's lives. Um, and those platforms will continue to distribute. 
we'll continue to put this podcast in front of more people. So we can grow it by two ways. We can grow it by you guys sharing it, which obviously I've asked you to do that. And we can grow it by having the platforms themselves share it, which we need to tell them that it's something worth sharing. So that's my two ask of you guys. You know, this is not, uh, this is not an advertising show. This is not, I'm not monetizing this in any particular way. You know, I'm not bringing on commercials. You know, this is, this is, this is a part of my mission this year and moving forward is, is to spread this word, to spread these conversations to as many people as possible. So appreciate you guys for helping, helping that out. So let's get into the episode for today. Like I said, it's the carnivore diet one year recap and review. So I want to start off with talking about why I started the carnivore diet because you're probably thinking if you don't know about the diet or you don't know me personally or you haven't been following my journey along the, the, the last year through Instagram and, and YouTube, I've shared some, some pieces. You're probably thinking like, why would, why would this guy eat only meat? So obviously you guys know I have been in the fitness industry for over a decade, 10, 15 plus years, 10 years, really, really deep in it as a competitive bodybuilder, as a coach, as a fitness author, producing programs, um, writing articles, you know, I've been published on various multiple large, uh, you know, feature outlets and publications. So I have a background in health and fitness. And for really that last decade, I was purely focused on hypertrophy, muscle growth, bodybuilding. That was my passion in life. That was what I was doing with my business, coaching guys to build more muscle. That was what I was doing with my own training. Now, through that 10 plus years, you know, I dabbled with and experimented and had success with a lot of various types of diets. Um, you know, I was what most people would consider a large human being. You know, I was six foot three, 250 pounds plus for a really long time. Fairly, fairly lean, you know, visible abs, uh, sub 10%, around 8%, you know, and then when I got into contest shape, I was, you know, well below 5% into, you know, those super low single digits. Um, but at the end of 2018, due to a couple circumstances in my life, environments that I was in, and just some habits that I was starting to get into, and I talk uh, more in depth on this in the episode one, so I'm not going to go too, too deep, but just say that as we turned from 2018 to 2019, um, I was probably both physically, mentally, uh, emotionally at probably one of my uh, most unhealthy states in my adult life. Um, I had really letting my, my weight get, get out of control. Uh, my, body, my body fat had, had skyrocketed to close to 20%. I was mentally fatigued, uh, dazed, fogged, you know, everything, depressed. Um, you know, and there's, there's, there's reasons outside of my health for some of those states and circumstances. Uh, but let's just say as I rolled into the new year last year, I knew I needed to make a change. And I had been doing some research on the carnivore diet because my girlfriend, Stephanie, who I've talked about on these podcasts before, uh, her health had, had been declining. So she, um, has dealt with and, and lived with rheumatoid arthritis from, from a very young age and had been a fighter her entire life. You know, she did things that doctors had told her she was not going to be able to do competing in fitness shows, winning a pro card, just even going to the gym. Doctors had told her from a very young age, like you shouldn't work out. It's not good for your joints. It's not for your, it's not good for your bones. So 
she she had so much strength. You know, she was able to pursue many of these passions. But in 2018, her health, uh, once again, due to some circumstances and environments and et cetera, had really started to take this rapid decline. And after visiting over a dozen doctors, it's like nobody had the answer. Nobody had the solution. It's like they just kept trying to feed her medicine. And, and me kind of being, you know, uh, the, the nutrition and fitness guy that I am, you know, I, I, I knew that there was a way to treat or cure what she was dealing with through nutrition. Um, so I stumbled across Dr. Jordan Peterson uh, and his daughter, Michaela. I talked about uh, Jordan Peterson on the last episode, um, but they were doing this carnivore diet. Michaela had a very similar upbringing to, to Stephanie. They, they were dealing with a lot of the same um, health issues, arthritis and, and et cetera. So um, they were the first two that I really read or heard anything about. Um, so when I first got introduced to the carnivore diet, it wasn't even for me. It was really uh, me trying to find a solution uh, to turn Stephanie's health around. Uh, but as I started to dive deeper into this diet, I stumbled across guys like Dr. Sean Baker, Dr. Paul Saladino. I talked about them on a few other different podcasts. Uh, my great friend Danny Vega and his wife, Maura, were just really starting to talk about their experiences with the carnivore diet. So I was, I was seeing both the health benefits for people that were suffering with some real chronic diseases, but I was also seeing some high-level performance guys that were using it to fuel their workouts and set world records and rowing and uh, competing in just some powerlifting. It was like, wow, like I never thought that this was actually achievable to, to have this type of performance uh, without the use of carbohydrates. So... As we rolled into the beginning of 2019, I knew, at least for me, from a physical perspective, I needed a radical change to my diet. What I was doing, how I was living was not working. It was not serving me. Um, and I wanted to try something completely new. So when I started on January 7th of 2019, I set a commitment to myself to follow this carnivore diet, a meat-based diet for 30 days. Rapid transformation was my goal. I wanted to lose as much weight as possible. I wanted to drop as much body fat as possible. But at the same time, I didn't want to lose any of the muscle that I had spent 10 plus years building. So I kind of jumped out, you know, on a limb here, not really sure what it was going to entail. Um, I started very, very basic. Literally, I ate ground beef and drank water for 30 days. I stopped drinking coffee. Um, I didn't have any condiments. I didn't eat anything else other than ground beef and certain particular portions. So I did two to three pounds a day, um, kind of in a cyclical fashion, uh, depending upon my workout load, my training volume, et cetera, et cetera. I wanted to kind of have, you know, uh, a, cal a caloric cycling effect. So I'm sure you guys are familiar with carb cycling where you have higher carb days, lower carb days. Well, obviously eating meat only, I couldn't cycle carbohydrates, but I could, I could cycle uh, total calories. And that was my thought process going into here. Like, here's a way for me to um, manipulate my metabolism, to adjust my calorie intake based upon the amount of output that I have. If I'm training hard and heavy, intense one day, and then the next day, maybe I'm taking, taking, taking the day off, kind of adjusting my calories based upon that. I tracked everything for these 30 days. I wrote down every workout that I did. Um, I had some morning kind of movement-based exercises that I was doing. 
this is when I really got into the outside walking. If you guys follow me on Instagram, uh, you know that I'm a big fan of just walking outside, getting some sun exposure, some vitamin D, breathing in some fresh air, uh, just just connecting with the world outside of us. You know, um, so so that's still a big part of my life, and it really started last last January. So, like I said, I started because I knew I needed to make a massive physical transformation, and I was going to commit to doing just 30 days. Now, if you go to my YouTube, I actually did a full one month review or yeah, one month review on this where I talk about um, all the benefits. But I just want to share with you guys real quickly kind of some of some of the statistical changes that took place. So like I said, I was I was aiming for a rapid physical transformation. So I started at 255 pounds and I ended 30 days later at 234 pounds. So that's 21 pounds lost over the course of just 30 days. I started at over 18, almost 19% body fat. Um, I ended it at just right at about 10, uh, 10.96, I believe was the actual number. Uh, so that's roughly an eight and a half percent drop in body fat percentage. Huge. I mean, almost 50% uh, drop in just a short month. Now, here's the really incredible, amazing part, at least to me, is my lean body mass started at 208 and it stayed at 208. If you guys don't know what lean body mass is, um, so you have your, your actual total weight, which for me was 254 uh, and then two, or 255 and then 234. My lean mass is the amount of muscle that I'm carrying on my body, my lean muscle mass. That number didn't change. And actually what took place is within the first two weeks, that number went up. Uh, so I actually gained muscle in the first few weeks. Um, and then as I really got into the harder, harder cut and I increased some of my conditioning and cardio work, um, I did lose just a tad bit. But in the, in the big picture scheme of it, in the 30-day kind of process, I did not lose any muscle at all. The number stayed exactly the same. My strength went up. Now, that's just from the statistical kind of physical transformation side. What I started to notice almost immediately, and remember, I stopped drinking coffee for these 30 days. So I was probably expecting to go in like with a decrease in energy. Like I didn't have, you know, that extra boost in the morning. Within the first week, man, everything started to open up and just dramatically change in my life. I noticed more mental clarity. I, mo- I, I noticed a greater level of focus. I noticed higher levels of energy. Over the course of months, um, I really started to experience some even more amazing benefits. Uh, I was somebody that for pretty much my entire life have suffered with and dealt with sleep apnea to the point that I've had people have to wake me up in the middle of the night because they're afraid that like, I was going to die. Like I was breathing. I would stop breathing. You know, like, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with or know anybody that has severe sleep apnea and snoring, but that was me. Like I said, I'm still to this day, a large human being, but I was even larger for a long period of time. Um, but now one of the, one of the most amazing things is like, that's all gone. I cured my sleep apnea. And what I'm experiencing is like these incredible like sleep cycles. Like I never was somebody that could sleep for eight hours straight through the night. I would wake up multiple times 
have to use the restroom. I'd always wake up foggy, which is why I always needed to rely on the coffee. Now I know, you know, when I put my head down on the pillow at night, I'm asleep within minutes. I sleep until many times a few minutes before the alarm clock goes off. But I spring out of bed, bright-eyed, ready to go, ready to take on the day. Like we all should be. We're, we're sleeping to rest, recover, and set the tone for the next day. So if you're relying on the crutch of coffee to kickstart your morning, uh, you may want to look at what you're doing pre-sleep. But yeah, that's been a, a benefit that I didn't expect was all this incredible uh, sleep benefits. Um, so yeah, that was kind of, you know, the, the reason why I got into it. And then, you know, really my one month feedback. So to recap once again, from the physical transformation side, if, if that's all you're worried about and focused on in just 30 days, I lost 21 pounds, uh, and roughly 9% body fat without losing any muscle at all. So if you're thinking, Hmm, everything I'm trying is not working. Well, here's an option. Here's something that's proven to work. Now, I want to get into what happened next, because if you guys have listened to episode one, or if you know the mission behind this podcast, it's fueled from my life's experiences. It's fueled from me overcoming uh, two decades plus of addictions, addictions to alcohol, drugs, sex, pornography, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and as I shared on the initial podcast on February 14th and 15th of last year was when I was able to really break free from a lifetime of addiction. Now, I know this podcast is about the carnivore diet, but there, there is an important part on why I'm talking about this right now. Uh, because what so much of the latest research is coming out and showing is the connection between your gut health or your microbiome and your brain. So what we have to think about, and, and a lot of people are, are actually referring to the gut microbiome as your body's second brain. It plays such a vital role in your health, in your focus, in your, in your mental health. You know, like if you, if you're, if your digestion and your, and your gut health is off point, like you're just not going to feel it inside your stomach and inside your gut, but it's going to affect your mental clarity. It's going to affect your focus. It's going to affect your thinking, everything about your mind. Um, and what ends up happening is when you're following a lot of these traditional Western diets, heavy sugar based, or even heavy carbohydrate based, what ends up happening is this really then starts to affect your gut health, which has a negative effect on your hormone levels, which then has a negative effect on your neurotransmitters. So your neurotransmitters are chemicals inside of your brain, and they control things like serotonin, dopamine. Dopamine was something I talked a lot about in episode 18. Addicts, um, we all rely on dopamine. Dopamine is that feel-good sensation. And when we don't get enough dopamine just from our regular you know, life and experiences, then we seek other substances or other avenues uh, of pleasure. So we talked about that and kind of why we wanted to plan our life out and have little uh, acts of achievement on a daily basis because you get these little spurts of dopamine. And well, if you're not in a healthy gut microbiome state, if you're not in a healthy state of gut health, you're going to have negative effects on your neurotransmitters. And then as a result, negatively impact your serotonin and your dopamine. So I didn't really understand the connection between the carnivore diet and ending addiction right away. It took me a few months. But then when I had a conversation with Matthew Cruz, 
uh, which I believe was episode 11 or 12. Um, and he shared his experience of overcoming alcohol and porn addiction through the carnivore diet. Things started to click for me. So I'm a part of a lot of groups out there um, on Facebook, the World Carnivore Tribe, some other groups where people are constantly sharing their testimonies and stories. And it's truly incredible. You're hearing you know, stories of people ending lifetime battles with depression, with anxiety, with fear. Obviously, some of the other diseases that we talked about, um, you know, your autoimmune type diseases, rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, other, you know, skin conditions that are a result of an unhealthy gut. But the connection here I'm trying to make is there's something within your life uh, that is an external force that is controlling you, that feels like it has you by a stronghold. Call it porn addiction. Call it um, social media addiction. Call it Netflix addiction. Um, et cetera, et cetera, realizing that you're seeking these things for a release of dopamine. But if you could get to the point where you got your gut in check, you got your health uh, from a microbiome standpoint in check, you rebalance your hormones, you reset your neurotransmitters. So now the act of getting dopamine surges and getting hits of serotonin occur as as just regular acts of life. They're a part of everything you're currently doing. Um, so I'm not sure if what I'm saying is making sense. This is one of the, the ideas I'm trying to work out, but I do truly believe that there's a connection between being able to have control of your nutrition and your diet. Um, and if that means you have to eliminate everything that gives you, I don't wanna say pleasure from food because truly is pleasurable to eat uh, a, a steak. It truly is pleasurable to eat some of these amazing meats that we get to, to eat. Um, but what I'm saying here is if you have one of these external forces and you just can't feel like you have control over, well, look at something within your life that you can take control over and start to get some wins and start to get some successes there. Um, so this is where I think that maybe a 30, 60, 90 day uh, run through the carnivore diet is going to help you get some clarity on other factors outside of your life that may possibly be controlling you. So that's going to kind of take you into the next thing I want to talk about is when I started to introduce prolonged fasting. So this was probably around the time of mid to late April. Um, so when I first got into the carnivore diet, I was doing intermittent fasting. I was eating one to two meals a day. So I was fasting for somewhere between 18 to 23 hours every single day. It just makes uh, this diet, this diet just makes fasting or intermittent fasting, um, simple, you know, when you, when you're consuming these heavy fat, fat diets, um, consuming these heavy meat based diets, your satiety levels, uh, are just incredible. Like you eat a meal and you feel not full, but you feel satisfied for hours on end. And it's, you know, because you're not getting these spikes in insulin, you're not getting these spikes in blood sugar, you're not getting any spikes in energy throughout the day. So when I first started, I was, I was doing the intermittent fasting thing, which I'm sure a lot of you maybe out there have tried this before. But around mid to late April, I started to implement an experiment with some prolonged fasting. Here I'm talking, you know, 40 hours up to 70, 72 hours was the longest fast uh, that, I got, that, I, that I went through last year. This was when I began to really notice a lot of the spiritual benefits 
from being on this diet. I talked about this on my podcast episode with Danny and Morgan Vega, uh, Fat Fuels Family Podcast. Um, Maura had asked me the question because her and I had had conversations offline about some of the spir- spiritual benefits of both the carnivore diet and the fasting. But when I was able to withhold from consumption, listen to the words that I'm saying, when I was able to withhold from consumption for a prolonged period of time, that's when I really began to feel connected um, spiritually. I began to feel connected uh, to everything that was around me, to who I was, to who I was ultimately created to be. So much insight started to make its way into my life as if this is what I'm, I'm here for. Um, it was just some amazing experiences. And um, I, like I said, I've gone through 40 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours um, with, without food. And many of those times, it's like the, the level of clarity from a mindset standpoint that I get to in those days uh, is truly remarkable. Um, the things that I've accomplished, I attended a three-day business seminar while on a 72-hour fast. People thought I was absolutely nuts. How are you going to be able to pay attention? But the things I took away from that, the things that I set forth in my life and, and the things that are moving forward because of being able to get clear on who I was, and what I was created to do, and the work that I'm doing now, uh, it all ties back to some of this prolonged fasting. So um, once again, I think it comes down to if you got something stronghold in your life, you got something that is taking control, you have to take back that control of your consumption. And I don't think that there's any better way for a person to experience what that feels like uh, than by going through a prolonged fast. Obviously, we know we need uh, water, air and food to, to live and heat. Um, you, you know, you can't go more than a few minutes without without air, you can't go more than you know, a day or two without water, but you can go for a really long time without food. Um, so if, and especially if you are somebody that's like, I can't do this diet because I can't go without my Starbucks coffee, or I can't do this because I can't go without, you know, my cookies at night, or I can't do this because I couldn't go without insert whatever food you feel you can't go without. Well, the fact of the matter is that's just a limiting belief inside of your mind. You can go without the food. Um, and what you'll gain by actually pushing yourself through the process of these prolonged fasts will make you a stronger, more complete, more whole person on the other side because you, you, you may find out what you truly are meant for, what you truly are created for, and what you truly are capable for. So that was kind of the next thing uh, was that prolonged fasting. Now, I talked about in my month, uh, my month one review and recap that I actually gained a little bit of muscle. I think I put two pounds, uh, two pounds of lean mass on in the first two weeks, and then it kind of stabilized, and I and I stayed consistent for the first thirty days. Um, but due to some really big life transitions, due to actually suffering a pretty large injury in the month of February. Um, I don't want to say I decided to, I don't want to say I was forced to, but I did end up taking roughly about five months off of training over the, over this summer. I talked about this on, uh, the episode with Mitch Muller, just as the first time in pretty much my adult life that I had gone that length of time without training, any type of training, maybe in the gym once or twice, 
week. Not even that. I mean, I went weeks without even stepping foot in the gym. Still doing a lot of my outdoor walking and, and other type of physical activity. But from a weight training, resistance training perspective, um, I went completely dry for, for about five or so months. Now, in this case, I did lose a significant amount of muscle. Um, I actually got down to, I believe, 209 was probably my lightest. So from where I started in January to kind of that point, which is sometime in May, I believe, um, you know, I'd lost almost almost 50 pounds. Um, and, and quite a bit of that was was muscle. And I'm completely okay with that because I didn't need to be carrying the amount of muscle that I had because it's not serving me in my life at this point. Um, but not training, eating once a day, eating only meats, um, it didn't affect me from an emotional standpoint. It didn't affect me. Like a lot of people would think like, here's this guy that was, that was so driven by being large, being chart, you know, being huge, being quote unquote, alpha, mesthetic muscle, like I, you know, like I, I uh, created back in 2017, which is still my number one flagship program. And if you're looking to build muscle, make sure to check that out. But it, it didn't affect me from an emotional standpoint. I actually began to, once again, reconnect with who I was and what I was created for. Um, so that was kind of just a little sidebar piece is that I did take a lot of time off and training. Um, and then after I had the conversation with Danny Vega on episode eight, building muscle on the carnivore diet. And he shared some incredible knowledge in terms of how to train on the carnivore diet, how to utilize maximum, uh, maximum output, how to structure workouts based upon the lack of glycogen in your muscle. So how you should structure supersets, how to, how to be really efficient in your training, um, how to avoid glycolytic burnout. You know, if you don't have, carbs and sugar to fuel your training you need to take a somewhat of a different approach uh but it still is you know attainable to build muscle while on the carnivore diet so when i got back into the gym which was uh around late september early october um i went in using many of the principles that danny and i discussed and it's been incredible i'm i'm getting stronger every week i'm getting bigger every week i'm putting more muscle on I, I'm not training as if I'm going to return to bodybuilding because that's not something that's on my mind right now. Um, but if I ever do decide, uh, I may look at actually using this carnivore diet from a contest prep because the, the energy, the fat loss, the, the fuel that I've seen just in this one year has me as a believer that this may be one of the best diets to get absolutely shredded. So I'd have to talk with Danny and probably actually hire him to help me coach uh, or to help coach me just to have that kind of outside perspective. Um, but guys, like building muscle in the carnivore diet without carbs, 100% is a achievable uh, thing. I've done it. I've proven it. Um, Danny's proven it. Danny's got programs out there. I've worked with some guys, et cetera, et cetera. So so that's where I'm kind of at right now is I'm back in the gym training, you know, four or five times a week, strength-based hypertrophy style workouts. So blend of, you know, squeezing, contracting, trying to stimulate the muscle in its most shortened position. Um, but also because I have some catch-up work that I need to do from the strength side of things, I'm incorporating some, some more strength-based uh, components to my workout. So 
I believe that this is probably the best approach for somebody. And that's on this diet. You want a strength-based style approach. Um, but obviously you can't neglect the principles of muscle building. Um, I've talked a lot about this. That's not what this podcast is for today, at least. Um, but understanding that execution is king, understanding um, how your body functions, understanding that exercises are not all created equal and need to find the one that works specifically for you. If you have questions about this and how to apply this to your training, just hit me up on Instagram or send me an email at frankrichfitness.com at frankrich.fitness at gmail.com. Um, and we could talk about putting a customized program together for you. So that's where I'm at in terms of training, back focus on building muscle, back focus on getting stronger, um, and just building, you know, uh, uh, a physique that's better than what I have right now. You know, I'm not chasing, uh, a bodybuilding look anymore. I want a healthy injury-free mobile movement, which gets me into kind of this last bit that I want to talk about is some endurance. Um, so I am training for a half marathon. I don't think I've shared that with you guys specifically on this podcast. I've had some conversations with people that I know are listening here today. Uh, but I'm in the process of training for a half marathon, which is so outside of anything that I've ever done in my life. Um, and what I'm noticing is like the training from the endurance standpoint on this diet, it is amazing. My recovery is so much better. My ability to actually push myself and not get fatigued, not get muscle fatigue, you know, an hour into a workout is incredible. Um, so if you're out there and you're, you know, you're somebody that's kind of training for endurance sports, let's link up and let's talk about, you know, applying some of these, these simple principles to your life and to your diet. Um, so that's where I'm at right now, you know, training a little bit to build muscle, but really focused on, um, pushing myself from an endurance standpoint, you know, running 13.1 miles is probably collectively more than I've ran my entire adult life. And I'm trying to do it all in one shot. So I'll keep you guys posted on the training and then let you know of, of how the race goes in itself. It's coming up in late, late February. Um, so that's it guys. That's, that's kind of my one year recap and review. Now, who do I think the carnivore diet uh, can be beneficial for. Obviously, we talked about the physical transformation. So if you're somebody out there and you're trying to lose fat, but what you're doing is not working, here is a diet that is so simple that nobody can mess it up. You don't, you, you need to pay attention to calories and macros a little bit and make sure that you're hitting certain targets, but you don't have to worry about like, if I eat this cookie, is it gonna is it gonna affect my macros and how do I need to adjust it? You're not living by a calculator or a spreadsheet adjusting everything. You have to worry about you know measuring your rice and making sure that you didn't go over or, or I can't combine proteins and or carbs and fats in this meal because you know my trainer told me that it's gonna it's gonna affect the way that my body digests it. Um, so if you're really looking for a simple approach that's proven, but it's not just gonna change your body from the outside. If you really want some benefits from a health term, long term benefits, mental clarity, focus, energy, um, the ability to control things that are outside or feel like they're outside of your control right now. Guys, this diet may be the best for you. Um, obviously, you know, we talked about the, the autoimmune and the health disease uh, thing. Just if you want to hear more about this, guy, jump on Facebook, join that World Carnivore Tribe. You're going to hear thousands of successful testimonies um, if you want to hear a real life story of my dad, um, I went on Mike Gormy's podcast, 
um, the fat guy forum where I talked about my dad who's in his mid sixties has been a smoker, has been a drinker, has been unhappy for a really long time, was over 300 pounds in February when we started. Um, and he's lost 80 pounds. He went from not being able to walk outside for 10 minutes to now riding his bike, jogging for hours on end, swimming. I now got him lifting weights. Guy, that's, that's, that's as close to home as this can possibly be for me. That is my dad. And the carnivore diet has given him his life back. I mean that. The carnivore diet has given my dad his life back. So that's from the health kind of changing everything in, in your life around perspective. You know, we talked about the, the muscle building approach. Um, if you got questions about that, hit me up. We talked about the endurance training approach. Um, and really, guys, if you're somebody that crashes, Midway through the day, you know, you seem to, when you sit down at work, when you get your day started at 9 a.m., you're ramped up because you're, you know, three cups of coffee in, you're grinding away. But then by the time you're done with that afternoon lunch, you know, you either need another cup of coffee to restart your day or you just end up crashing and you feel like you can't get anything accomplished. Um, I was at a point at, at, during the summer where I was working, you know, 14, 16, 18 hours a day for a very, very long time, really at top level peak performance for the entire stretch. Now, I don't recommend anybody works uh, those length of hours. Um, there was a lot going on that I was that I was a part of and, and, and I was a part of building. Um, and that came out an incredible blessing. Uh, but I don't think I would have been able to sustain that level of workload. Um, had I not been on the side, I truly, truly believe that. And I hope you guys um, hear that in my voice here today. Um, so once again, who I think it's for, I think there's a place in it for everybody. I think there's a place for this diet in everybody's life. And like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, the reason why you come into it or the reason why you get started is going to be uniquely different for all of us because we are uniquely different. Um, but I think that there, if you really sat back and evaluated where you are and really thought about this based upon, hopefully based upon the things that I talked about here today and sharing my life or sharing my one year review recapping experiences with this, that there may be something that you could find relatable and connect to and say, you know what? Frank really is smart. Um, he does make a lot of sense. Maybe there is something that I can get out of this. Um, my goal is not to convert the entire world to eating only meat. My goal is to provide you with real life value, real life tips, tactics, and strategies to make your life better so that you can live the life that you were created for and you can create your own superhuman life. So guys, that's my recap. That's my review. If you got more questions about this, make sure to hit me up on Instagram or IG. And like I said at the beginning, if you have not done so yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. But so incredibly grateful and blessed for all of you that are out here. I'll talk to you guys next time.